Hello and welcome back to the Church of Jesus Christ study session with Come Follow Me. I'm your host Matthew Roberts and this is Season 4, Episode 225 of this Daily Study Podcast. Thank you so much for joining us once again today as we continue with this week's study of our Come Follow Me materials. We're studying in the Book of Psalms uh, in the week of August the 27th to August the 28th uh, and we're going to continue today with Psalms 119, uh, the very long uh, psalm that we've been looking at. Um, I'm just going to go through some things um, again, just to, we're we're looking at how keeping on the Lord's path uh, helps bless us, um, and God's word will keep us on his path. So I'm going to have a look at some of the verses that stood out to me, but of course, you know, there's over 170 of them, so you know, there's many more, I'm sure, that we could cover. But uh, here's something that stood out to me. First of all, uh, in verse 33 uh, to 35, it says, Teach me, O Lord, the way of thy statutes, and I shall keep it unto the end. Give me understanding, and I shall keep thy law. Uh, yea, I shall observe it with my whole heart. Make me go in the path of my commandments, for therein I do delight. Um, reminding us that, you know, once we are converted to the Lord, we should... Help, help our hearts come to a place where we desire to serve and to obey him, that we are, we want his spirit in our lives, we, we desire his influence. Um, and this um, is important because it helps us understand how we ought to be with our children, that um, I think one of the important discussions that we have today in the world is, you know, how, how do we prepare our children for spiritual strength? And some would argue, oh, well, you've just got to let them find, them find the truth by themselves. And that's, you know, understandable, but they have to be taught. They have to be un- able to understand the ways of the Lord and be taught how to feel the Spirit and then be able to then make those choices when they are uh, of the age to do so. It is no good not teaching them, not encouraging and not helping them to experience these things and then expect them to make the right choices because they won't know what, they won't know where to find those. They'll be in the position that many people in the world are, uh, not knowing where to go or the right thing to do, um, or how to find out what the right thing to do is. Uh, Sister Cheryl A. Esplin taught, quote, teaching our children to understand is more than just imparting information. It's helping our children get the doctrine into their hearts in a way that it becomes part of their very being, and it is reflected in their attitudes and behavior throughout their lives, close quote. We too ought to change ourselves so that we're not just knowing things, but the way we, that our attitude and our behaviour changes as well. Uh, as that well-known saying um, from, I believe, President Boy K. Packer says, that um, teaching the doctrine is the best way to change behaviour. Um, so, yeah, I think that's uh, an important point there made. Moving on, um, I'm going to go to verse... Um, uh, sorry, 71 and 72, which says, It is good for me that I have been afflicted, that I might learn thy statutes. The law of of thy mouth is better unto me than thousands of gold and silver. Um, I like this because it is another reminder about um, the importance of afflictions, the importance of trials and difficulties, um, and that uh, we have the opportunity to receive support, guidance and blessings and help uh, if we are on the path of the Lord, that the the things that we gain from him are better than thousands of gold and silver. And that through the difficult times, uh, we learn more about him. Uh, we learn more 
as we go through trials and difficulties, we learn more as we go through the experience. I liken it to when I was training to be a teacher. You know, I had four years of training and throughout those four years, there was a lot of lectures and seminars and discussions about learning and education and, um, you know, helping others to learn. Uh, and that was wonderful. That was great. I loved it. Uh, it was fantastic. I wrote lots of um, essays and um pieces about you know all these things and how they work but I did not learn as much as I could have um, but there was four placements across those four years as well four times in the in once a year uh, where I would go for an extended period of time in a school uh, and I would um, do things I would uh, act in the role as a teacher uh, I'd be given opportunities to teach uh, and develop that over the years uh, those are the times where I learned far more how to be a teacher than um, the learning about it in a, in a lecture hall. Uh, and I think that this is the same with our lives. You know, we, we only learn as much when we go through the experience of it rather than learning just from it, from reading about it in others' lives. Uh, Elder Charles A. Callis said, quote, I believe, I have faith, that this terrible war with all its death and ravages is bringing men nearer to God. That has been the rule in the centuries that are past. In, but in dissipation, in idleness, in immorality, in wickedness, we never learn much about God. It is only when God touches our hearts and makes us all mourn because of the grief in the world, what we feel after him. For a touch of trouble makes us all akin, and we look unto the Lord. Affliction and sorrow have brought more souls to God than all the joy of the world. Close quote. It is an important experience, um, difficulties and trials. Uh, and they help us to come closer to God. We then hear similar uh, things in verses 105 to 107, um, and how the Lord's guidance can help illuminate our way. Um, the psalmist writes, Thy word is a lamp unto my feet, and a light unto my path. I have sworn, and I will perform it, that I will keep thy righteous judgments. I am afflicted very much, quicken me, O Lord, according to thy word. So just a reminder here about how the Lord can guide us and direct our ways. He can help us uh, to overcome difficulties. Um, and when we are afflicted, we can call upon him for his help. Uh, he will be able to help and sustain and support us um, through these times which are difficult for us and light that way. Elder Joseph B. Worthlin taught, quote, I know many feel that the path is hard and the way is dark, but we are not left without a guide. We have scriptures that reveal the word of God to mankind through the ages. When we feast upon the word of God, we open our minds to eternal truths and our hearts to the gentle whisperings of the Holy Ghost. Truly God's word through scriptures and modern day prophets is a lamp unto our feet and a light unto our path. Close quote. It truly is a great blessing to have those things. And as we continue through this chapter, there is further praises and 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 declarations of how the Lord's light and judgment and mercy are divine, how his love is never-ending, how his love is always there, and how he is truth and light. Uh, and there's just so much wonderful things in here. But I do want to conclude this study today uh, with uh, what we get, or what we receive, or what we can receive as we keep the laws and statutes that we've talked about as we keep on that way. Uh, in verse 165, uh, it says, Great peace have they, have they which love thy law, and nothing shall offend them. I mean, that's just a wonderful uh, kind of, well, it's not a closing verse, there's still about 10 more verses, but um, for me, that's a, a nice place to end here, uh, where 
we are promised great peace if we love the law. We're not promised an easy life, but we are promised peace and reassurance and that nothing shall offend us, which I think is an interesting one. Uh, And I think that it's interesting to consider what that might mean for us individually. I mean, actually, when you look at the Hebrew word uh, for offend uh, in in the Hebrew text, it is mikshol, uh, which means um, more often than not stumbling block. So rather, nothing shall offend them, like in terms of, you know, make someone angry because of something someone else has done. Um, It would be better read like this, uh, as it is in the New International Version, perhaps. Uh, Great peace have those who love your law, and nothing can make them stumble. So as we love the law, as we love uh, the Lord himself, uh, we are less likely to go further astray uh, from him. And of course, uh, that makes sense. But I think that it's a wonderful blessing nonetheless that if we keep his law, then we will receive this great peace and the promise that we won't stumble. Um, Elder David A. Bednar said, quote, In many instances, choosing to be offended is a symptom of a much deeper and more spiritual malady. Thomas B. Marsh allowed himself to be acted upon and the eventual results were apostasy and misery. Brigham Young was an agent who exercised his agency and acted in accordance with correct principle and he became a mighty instrument in the hands of the Lord. The Saviour is the greatest example of how we should respond to potentially offensive events or situations. Close quote. So speaking about the being offended thing, it is far easier to not be offended if we are staying close to the Saviour. We are trying to become more like him more forgiving, more loving. Uh, It's not a surprise that President um, Russell M. Nelson, in his recent address to us about spiritual momentum, he spoke about the need to um, forgive. He spoke about the need to resolve conflict in our lives. Um, And I think that is uh, an important uh, reminder to us to, to love and forgive and to seek to not be offended. Thank you so much today for for studying with us. I mean, there was so much more in that chapter we could have covered, but we just don't have the the time to be able to do so. And so I hope you enjoy your study of it. Please do share your thoughts on the Facebook group about what you've studied. Uh, And until we meet again.